0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with yours, truly Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Thank you guys for joining us here on the podcast or actually on the video cast, which we're doing right now. We're doing a live video cast for those of you listening on the podcast. We do a live video cast every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We want to have that live engagement. We want to be able to have those conversations and include you in it. So if you're ever interested in joining us on the show, always go to rawandunscripted.com and um uh, and make sure that but uh, you um, check out the show there and uh, join us here every uh, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. We're on. We're everywhere. We're everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. So we'd love to come you, have you uh, on the on the live prog- program and asking us questions as we are going live. But anyways, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all being here. We appreciate you guys tonight. We've got an amazing show for you tonight. We've got a fun show for you tonight. I'm, having, I'm, 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 I'm excited about tonight because I'll just give you a little bit of a hint. If you guys have followed me for any great deal of time, you guys know I'm sarcastic. You guys know I I, I rough around the edges with humor and and seriousness and stuff like that. And sometimes that's really a great way to to be able to get information across to people in a humorous way. You change somebody's state, you make them laugh, you make them think, and there's something that kind of cements that in there. Um, So we're going to be talking about that. But one of the things I want to let you guys know is that, uh, speaking of, we're going to be talking about books tonight, but the book that I want to talk about right now in this particular moment is It's Just You and Me, Kid. It's just youandmekid.com go check it out. This is a memoir about my life, my crazy life as a homeless seventh grade dropout who ultimately got a master's degree and lives this crazy life that I do today. Uh, it's just youandmekid.com. Go there, check it out. There's a bunch of bonuses you're going to get to help me make it a bestseller. It's going to be coming out later this summer. So thank you for that. We appreciate you guys. And uh yes, we got Guy Berlando in the house. He says, good evening, Christopher. Good evening, Guy. Good, good to have you here. I'm sure you're sitting there with your wife, having us a, a few spirits, perhaps, and, and enjoying this conversation. So we appreciate you being here. Guy has been on the show before. Uh, he's also been on our unfiltered experience. So thank you, guy, for being here. Appreciate you, man. Um, and here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to I talk, I want just want to give you a visual representation of, of the gentleman that we're gonna be having on tonight. Um, I want to give you a visual representation of some of the books that he has done. There it is. Rob versus the scammers. Rob versus the entitled. Rob versus the morons. Rob versus humanity. Rob versus the wackadoo's. Lessons from the dojo. No experience. Oh, then we got then we got we could just do this. So we'll just stop that. And we'll do this. We got no experience necessary by Rob. We got this is the one, Rob versus Humanity. Ooh, this is a good one. And then we got this one, which is navigating Hollywood, uh, how writers and actors, directors, producers can achieve more by thinking creatively. Please welcome to the Ron Unscripted Show, Mr. Rob Unspock. What's going on? Rob, thank you for being here tonight. Welcome to the show.
1: That's good to be here. You know, I I uh I was waiting for you to make the 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 uh when you're talking about where you can find your show, you didn't mention beta. I mean, we're
0: 55 years old. <laughs> Betamax, yeah, <that> Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we uh, before we went live, Rob and I were talking about the fact that it was my birthday yesterday and I turned 55 and he's approaching 55 in June. So we were kind of talking about the fact that uh, as we get older, the time gets <laughs> shorter and the pains get uh, greater and everything else. But it's still amazing to be here and be alive because there's no guarantee whether any of us will get tomorrow. So my whole belief is that when you live today and you live in the moments and you appreciate, and you have gratitude, it's pretty incredible what you can achieve in life. So my first question to you today mr rob is what do you want to get across most of people listening and watching tonight what are some of the things that and what i told you about before we went live and what we prepared for what is it some of the things that you want to get across tonight when we talk about resilience we talk about attitude we talk about authenticity which i know that you can go deep on that mm-hmm. um what is it you want to get across people tonight
1: freedom and legacy freedom as an entrepreneur you call the shots you know everything that you do is based on doing what you want, when you want, how you want, you know, for the benefit of you and your family. Legacy is what do you want to leave behind so that you can be remembered by the next generation? The books that I produce, the podcast, the things that I do, you know, that's inspiring the next generation. So
0: freedom and legacy. Freedom and legacy. Why, what, what is it about freedom that that is so important to you?
1: You know, back in back when I was young and I watched the Temple of Doom, you know, the, the Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Indiana Jones goes to uh, a short round. Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. And I thought, you know, that, that sounds cool. But, you know, as I as I started these businesses, as I as now I'm, I'm 23 years into uh, on Spock Media. It, it never was about fortune and glory. It was always about freedom and legacy. And, and, and so when you look at things, even George Lucas, who produced Indiana Jones, Mm -hmm. it was never about money. It was about legacy and everything that he's produced has created that legacy that eventually Disney picked up and ruined. Sorry, Disney. (laughs) But it, it was, it was, it was that legacy that he left behind. And, and so, you know, the books that, that I write, when i first started writing books it was all seriousness and 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 people liked them they learned stuff but it wasn't until the rob versus series that my sarcastic you know, nature came out and people were like wow this is funny wow can you help me and and I started helping help you help
0: you what help you write the help them write the book or help, help them help,
1: help them write their books or do their marketing or do build their websites or do their SEO. They just wanted to be part of that. They wanted to, to, to have someone that wasn't so serious, you know, a, a.k.a. My, my what people call me Mr. Sarcasm. <laughs> but the thing is, is that even though I am sarcastic and, and I make people laugh, my clients know that I have their back. I'm never going to do anything that that's going to do them harm. And, and, and I think they realize that, you know, yeah. but there's a lot of people out there that, that write books. They're very serious. First thing they do, they take their money and, and, and they go. They disappear. And, and we call those the gurus. And, and, and so my, my newest book, which is back here on a shelf somewhere, it's called Unscripted, Unfiltered, Unwoowoo and Unguru.
0: I was going to talk about that.
1: And, and and, you know, that book came about, I I had interviewed, in fact, you've been on my E heroes podcast, but Steve Gamlin Gamlin has been on my E heroes podcast the most. He was, he appeared seven times in five years. And after the seventh interview, I thought, wow, you know what? This would make a great book. So I transcribed all those podcasts, put all seven episodes together. and, And I said, Steve, what do you think? And he goes, Oh, this is amazing. It's, you could see the evolution over five years of of you know the things that we were talking about, overcoming COVID, making our businesses better, but it was also sharing our joys and our our our, our fears and, and our failures and 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 but people could see, you know, reading through this book that it was just two guys sitting on a porch talking in a conversational tone, and they felt like they could just trust these two people and um you know i i tell people i so said look you know what i experience and, and and i'm sure you have too christopher you know working in the trenches oh yeah you know getting kicked in the jimmies and and <laughs> and, and 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 we get up and we we get kicked again but oh yeah we still, we still get up we, we for us it's it's not about how many times how many times we get kicked it's about how many times we get up and 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 yeah. And sometimes we kick back, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the life lessons that we learn, we teach other people.
2: Yeah. The and, hero's and, journey.
1: And and in, in all the, you know, I, I've produced 43 books in, in 11 years. Wow. And in, in all those books, none of the stories are, are different. I mean, they're, they're, I've packed so much stuff in there. Now, some of them, yes, are our client books that we've helped produce, but their stories are amazing as well. And, and, and so, you know, I'm just grateful that I'm able to come onto these podcasts and share with people that, you know, your story matters. And if it's, whether it be a sarcastic story, whether it be a serious story, there's people out there that really want to hear what you have to say.
0: Oh yeah. Big time. big And, and,
1: and, 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 but there's, there's people say, well, Rob, I'm not interesting. Look, I had a carpet cleaning company before I started the consulting business. How many stories of carpet cleaners do you know are interesting?
0: (laughs) I can imagine there's some. (laughs) Mrs. Robinson showing up at the front door. I've heard those stories.
1: But the thing is, is that when you can dive deep into your business and every day write down exactly what happened that day, whether it be, whether it's funny, whether it's educational and just journal it. And at mm-hmm. the end of six months or at the end of the year, you take those stories, you assemble them, they're a book. And now you didn't have to sit down, you know, it, you know, rent a cabin or whatever these guys do nowadays, you know, and and seclude yourself and try to figure out, oh my God, what's that story? Oh yeah, I got to remember. And, and and they then they procrastinate and never get the book done. Mm-hmm. But if you take just take chunks of your day every day, just write a little bit. It, within one year you have a book, you can put it out there and people are going, wow, these are amazing stories.
0: The thing I the thing I use, where the fuck did it go? Oh, here it is. The thing the thing I recommend to people to use that don't they don't necessarily like to write is this thing. Digital voice recorder. You record it. You record your book into your digital voice recorder. You put it in Dragon Naturally Speaking. Now there's so many different transcribing softwares. You transcribe it. You send it to an editor. They edit it, and then poof, you have a book. Right? Yeah. It, it's not. It's not so complicated as it used to be before. But I want to go back to something you said before, and I want to. I want people really to kind of get this because when I when I asked you to be on the show, I'm very specific in who I asked to be on the show or, or or who I want to be on the show. Let's put it to that way. I mean, everybody has to go through a vetting process to be on the show now. <laughs> And one of the things that I really enjoyed about you when I met you to be on your show and, and through the conversations we've had and seeing you in social media is you're very authentic. And I said that word earlier. And I know that so many people say that that word's overused. I don't fucking care. Um, I like people who are true and real. Obviously, you know, I was on that path where I was telling somebody earlier today, I was very, persp- very, very prescriptive prescriptive. I knew that if I was this person for Rob and this person for Tammy and this person for Bill and this person for Gina, that I would be successful. As long as I knew what Rob wanted, as long as I knew it. And I, and okay, this person likes my sense of humor. This person likes my sarcasm. This person likes swearing. This person likes clean cut humor. They don't like anything. They like to talk about religion. These people, and as long as I knew that I was very successful, but at the end of the day, I was exhausted. I would go home and I'd be like, okay, I've got money. I've got fame. I've got accolades and all this other stuff, but I'm not being me. You know and then I then I then I got lost in who I was, so I really had to kind of do a hard reset to figure out who Chris is, who Chris really is. And sometimes I still struggle with that. Even through COVID, I realized because before COVID, I worked in a corporate job, and so I was gone all day and I was out around people. And so something just occurred to me the other day, realizing that it, since I've been doing my coaching and my speaking and all that other stuff full-time and working from the house, I realized that I need to be around people. I realized yeah. that you know that's that's super important. And when we really be when we're really authentic with ourselves that that connection to be able to to develop with people enhances right because there's no there's no lying there's no games there's no shenanigans you're rob i'm chris we're gonna have a great time what's going on we we don't have to worry about filters we we can just be each other right what recommendations do you i mean first of all i want to talk about i want you to talk about your journey in that if you had a journey like where you were just mr rob and i was very serious and everything talk to us about that journey of being rob very serious and then being rob who you enjoy being now
1: yeah i mean it it just The whole sarcasm thing. I mean, I've always been sarcastic, but I've always been tempered when when I was on social media. You know, at the very beginning, and, and even up and probably in, in, in until 2015, 2016. And and then people would meet me and they're like, uh, you're not the same guy. You're you're very PC on 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 uh, social, but you're very sarcastic now. And 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 I went to an event and I just jumped right into the conversation and I was, you know, and, and the guy looked at me and goes, Rob, you're an asshole. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, this, this guy I met there. Cool. I never knew him before. I mean, it was the first time I met him. And I, and I said, uh, oh yeah, I am. <laughs> just talking, And I just, I'm, I thought, you know what? I had something important to say. I was going to say it. I wasn't going to let him stop me. And, uh, about an hour later, he comes back up. He goes, you know, I, I need to apologize. He goes, I, I talked to a bunch of other people, and and, and that's just who you are. I <laughs> said, what, an asshole? And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. But the funny thing was, about a year later, he appeared on my podcast.
2: <laughs> really?
1: And he's like, Rob, you're like my best friend. And I'm like, really? I mean, the, you really put the bar low. But. The funny thing was, is that the more I was this guy, the more I was sarcastic. I I think before I started being sarcastic, I, I was at like a thousand friends on, on Facebook and I started sharing these sarcastic stories. And within four months, I was up to 5,000. I'm like, what the hell's going on?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
0: Ladies before, and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you listening to this? Are you listening to this? That when yeah. Rob got connected to being who Rob is, Everything started improving. Please go on, yeah, Rob. And,
1: and and then people start, to, you know, and and I I I, was, I came up with this concept uh, of of sharing these stories that I because I I was the whole concept of the Rob Versus series when it first started. I was just taking these Visa Mastercard scammer calls, and I would slam the phone down. I thought this is not working. I'm gonna have I'm gonna stroke out just taking these calls. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I started playing around with them.
0: Oh yeah. You know, I did that too. And, and oh, after yeah. a while,
1: my wife's like, who are you talking to? Who is that? And, and, uh, so I started writing down what I was, what I was, uh, these adventures, these sarcastic adventures. And I'd share them out on Facebook. And people were like, you got to make that into a book. You've already written all these other books. I'm like, okay. So I took about 50 of these stories and I assembled them to a book and and I started sharing it out to people and, and people were like, yeah, Rob, that's great. Go get a cover, get it made. And, uh, <laughs> it, just, it took off and, yeah. and I, had, I had enough material left over. I, I made a, a second book called Rob versus the morons. And now I've been producing two of these books every year. And I, I, I just, I, I guess it was, uh, last October. I, I, I produced the eighth Rob versus book uh rob versus the nincompoops and i have enough material to do book nine and ten which is coming out this year but the thing is it's just that i was my authentic self and i produced all these books and imagine if all the people out there were their authentic selves imagine how they could put their story into a book and make themselves shine
0: yeah man that's that's super important oh we i think we just i think my internet i think my wife just reset the internet so i might have a little problem with my show i just looked down on my computer and i noticed that the wi-fi is gone and now it's like i have a, I have a line running to my computer i have a i have a, I have a double jeopardy computer so I, I don't screw things up but i just noticed that the wi-fi went off sometimes she resets the wi-fi because something's not working and forget like, I fucking, don't
1: I don't even like that Rob guy. He's gone.
0: Like, like forget the fuck that I'm up here doing my chill. Like she knows seven o'clock. Like so anyway. So if we have any technical difficulties, I'll be back. But uh, it should be all right. I've got a fail safe. But no, thank you for sharing that, uh, uh, Rob. I want to get to that in just a second. I just want to uh, capture some of these beautiful people here. To, got Guy Berlando in the house. He says we are here together. Yes, thank you, brother. I've got my my dear friend Nancy. Nancy, you guys got to follow Nancy. She talks about it. She says Jimmy's. She's na- she's cracking up over there. So please follow Nancy. She's a dear friend of mine. Uh, Dennis Nirmala from uh china says uh have a raw and unscripted day greetings from china brother thank you so much man i appreciate you dennis um nancy says here mob carpet mob carpet cleaner and then she says here study dialogue was what my dear friend jen volai suggested um and then she talks about pure joy because she is known for pure joy experiential joy as a matter of fact
1: uh, I, um, I, I i discovered though when you say kicked in the jimmies social media doesn't censor you and but oh. people people get the uh, the gist <laughs> I come right out and say it. I get censored everywhere. So.
0: It is true. So so in part of that and part of that I want you I, I know I can't remember if you really touched on it. But what was it for you to, to make that connection to 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 well, I, I, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. So as you embraced more being Rob sarcastic, Rob, we'll just call it sarcastic, Rob. I used to have bad Chris and good Chris because bad Chris was the one that swore and good Chris was the one that didn't. I actually had two Facebook profiles, no shit for about two years because some people liked me who swear. And some people said, I love you, Chris, but I can't handle swearing. And so I literally created two Facebook profiles. I wanted to see which one was going to get the most traction and they both went up evenly. And so one day I got to a point where I literally laughed at myself and said, Chris, really, you have to pick one of yourselves. Right? you have to pick one of yourselves and not like i was updating them you know together but sometimes i'd update the bad one or something whatever and i said you got to be true to you chris like you're if people don't dig it then they're not your people and now this was years and years and years and years ago when i was on this path of like okay yeah i can be prescriptive and, and be what i need to be for everybody else to be successful but then i'm not happy mm-hmm. but if i'm happy then other people are miserable. But maybe those aren't my people. And so, like yeah. you said, you know, once I started just being me, raw and scripted, unfiltered, duh, 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 this is the way I am. This is how I roll. Some people were like, Chris, I can't hang. And some people were like, Oh my God, you're so refreshing. You're so real. And to your point, Rob, everybody who meets me, who has seen me on my show or met me through social media, everybody who meets me says, Chris, you're exactly like you're on the your show. You're exactly like you're in a your coaching. You're exactly like you are in your videos. You're, And I'm like, yeah, because that's all I want to be. And I think, and I know, I don't even think I know this, that if more, if we get more people Rob, to be, uh, be themselves, I believe there would be a lot less hatred in the world. I think there there would be a lot less, lots of negative things in the world. But I think one of the, one of the first factors in that is that we have to love ourselves. And I think that's part of the problem that we don't love ourselves. So we pretend to be somebody not to get the validation from somebody else. Talk to us about that in your mind. How do you process that? And what recommendations do you have for other people to process that? Because that's a huge thing when, when people make that, that jump from being who they could be. Successfully, well, but I, not be who uh, they are.
1: I, I think that social media made it worse uh, because they 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 censor everything. So everybody got so fear, you know that that they're like, oh my god, Facebook is going to give me a timeout. They're going to, you know. I always say, you know, you're going to get thirty days in the cooler from the old Hogan's
0: Heroes show. Well, I got I got I got deleted by Facebook. My whole profile two years ago got deleted. Five thousand friends, oh eight thousand. 000-
1: Facebook says that, you know, we have freedom of speech, but then they want to curtail us in in what we say and do. And then it just makes people angry. So for me, it was it was like, you know what, I'm just going to say what I say. And if Facebook cripples me, I don't care. I got other platforms I can go on. But the thing is, I I made it I made it kind of a game every day. Who am I going to trigger today? (laughs) You know, and 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 I started watching my, I I topped out at 5,000 followers and I started slowly seeing, you know, leave, but then more people would jump in. Hey, Rob, I want to be your friend. Okay. Well, it was just, so, you know, I I still stay up at that top, but all the ones that are getting triggered are being replaced by people who really want to, you know, listen to what I say, which is great. You know, I I, I don't want to be a cult leader. I don't want to be a guru. I don't want to. I just, I'm just an average guy from Pennsylvania that has six kids and grandkids and that's all I care about.
0: Simple. That's, that's the thing I want to get across to people as well as the simplicity in life. I was just talking to somebody. I mean, both of us are nearly the same age, obviously. And I find that the older,
1: I, I, you're older, I can tell.
0: Yeah, I know. It's the the gray, right? Um, But the the, the older I get, the more I find, I was just thinking about this today, even not even knowing we were going to be talking about this, but the older I get, the more enjoyment, the more satisfaction, the deeper the peace that I have in the simple things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing my cat, you know, just smelling the air, like, how cool is that? Like watching her nose is like, oh, that, that's cool. You know, like we take so much stuff for granted, you know, seeing the wind blow through the trees. I was doing that at the park the other day with my son. He was out playing and I just looked up and I'm like, how fucking cool is that? And I wasn't high. I wasn't drunk or wasn't anything. Else. I was like, that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. We are always in our brains. We're always in our, in our egos. We're always in the, the yesterdays and all, oh, what could I have done differently or the tomorrows and all other stuff. We're not living today. And that's wow. one, and then, one of the yeah. biggest things for me is like to be able to live in the moments, like really be present in the moments. And I know you're a dad. What, what do you do to get yourself out of, you know, business mode and into that intentional mode to be a dad and to be present in those moments with your family?
1: Well, to be honest, it didn't happen during my first uh, business. You know, my, my, I had this carpet cleaning business I had for 19 years. Then I overlapped it with my consulting. And so I was never around for my kids because I was always working. I always thought that was the be all end all thing that entrepreneurs did. You work 18 hours a day and, 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 you know, every now and then you take the kids on vacation somewhere. Yeah. And, and when I started the coaching business, I thought, screw that. I'm working four hours a day. This, this is what I'm going to do. This is my terms and conditions. If, if a customer wants to work with me, that's great. And if they come back to me and say, Rob, the customer's always right. I'm going to say, fuck off. No, they're not. <laughs> and, and that's been my attitude. You know, I, I, and the thing is, most of my clients, I don't, I don't have contracts now. I got rid of all contracts about five years ago. And uh, if, if you want to work with me, great. This is my invoice. You pay it every month. We keep going. I've had clients for five, six years. You know, they don't leave. <laughs> and, and, and that's for me it was it was and, and a lot of my clients are lawyers and doctors and they don't like being treated that way they like <laughs> telling customers hey you got to do this 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 and this they got lousy bedside manners yep you know most lawyers have gone to the vulcan school of no Emotion, and so when you tell them to fuck off because they're wrong they're like uh uh <laughs> you know, they,
0: do you literally say that to them
1: I, I have a couple times because you know what I, I got tired of their shit. Yeah, and 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 you know the one guy says, "Well, you know, I am a lawyer." I said, "Yeah," and uh, I'm your marketer that's helping you be more human.
0: So, <laughs> was you know he trying that to contract? threaten he was going to sue you for not doing something?
1: I said, "We don't have a contract, dude. You can leave anytime you want." I said, "But I'm trying to get you clients. I'm trying to make you more human. Human, get you off that pedestal so that you can, you know, be more." you know, acceptable, more relatable to your clients.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't, so he couldn't
1: understand that because he went to co- you know, college to learn all this stuff. And I'm, and I said, look, you and I understand legalese because I, I a lot of my clients are lawyers, but your clients don't understand that. So speak to them like they're in fifth grade, dumb it down. And the moment they start doing that, they get better clients because the clients feel like they're speaking directly to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 so I, I always encourage everybody that whatever industry you are in, don't speak shop talk to your clients because they won't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it down to a level that anybody, you know, especially a fifth grader, can know what you're talking about, feel like you're talking to them, and 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 you're gonna find your businesses, you get better types of clients anyway.
0: Amen, man. Amen. You get not only that. I mean, when you're when you're super intentional, which is the word you are use, I mean, essentially, the, the, the mode you're talking about is when you're being intentional on just being yourself, that deepens that connection, because no longer are you in your egoic state, you're in your soul state. And so when your soul state, that's where the vibration thing kind of comes into place. And, and this is all new to me, because, you know, my literal tagline is: I help you overcome yourself, create a crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. So the meditation and the energy and the vibration, all that shit's new for me for like the last five years. Probably Nancy is laughing her brains off <laughs> because Nancy's into all that stuff. I was not into that. So I'm like, you can go fucking sit Indian style and go woo woo all you want, but it's not going to get you shit. That's right. what I used to say, but now I understand more the deeper connection. Like when I'm just being me. Then you're like, oh hey, I can connect with that guy. Oh hey, you know, I could talk to that person. Oh, I don't have to worry about it. is he is he going to be this or is he going to be that? Is he going to be normal? I Is he going to have an opinion about something? Oh, sure. Be a dick about it? No. That's the thing that most people don't understand is that there's that fine line between being sarcastic, like and that guy said, like being an asshole or mm-hmm. being sarcastic and being kind. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you balance that? Because I know for me that I used to be more sarcastic and and would tend to be perceived sometimes as an asshole. I've changed that a little bit, where I I, I think about the things I'm going to say so they're not hurtful, and because I have stuck my foot in my mouth so many times, thinking I was going to be funny, and then find out I was, you know, inappropriate or something like that. How do you balance that line? Because I think people out there were probably thinking, like, okay, how do I be me without, you know, getting into too much trouble and stuff like that? Kind of balancing that middle part.
1: I don't know what you just said, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even think about it anymore. Let
0: me talk like a fifth grader.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How do no. you cope, Rob?
0: No, I. I Jill has I, four I, apples and Rob has five apples. How many? I,
1: I try not to even think about it anymore. I, 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 I know that's most people are going. Well, Rob, I want an answer. I don't balance anything. I just say what I say and let the chips fall where they may. And, and sometimes it gets me in trouble. But yeah. you know what? I'm not going to regret what I say. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who super analyze everything that they've done that day, who oh, yeah. they spoke to, what they said, how, and then they're prepared to go to their keyboard and write an apology. I'm sorry the way I treated you today. Really, what's that going to do? Just going to reinforce that you treated that guy like a dick. He's not going to, you're not going to, you know, get the sale back. I, I just let it go. You know, if if the person wants. To be my client they're my client if they mm-hmm. don't they weren't meant to be anyway and and, and it's mm-hmm. I, I think that's the hardest thing for entrepreneurs because they want a client they want someone there that breathes that can write them a check
2: mm-hmm.
1: and for me look you gotta love sarcasm because that's who i am i'm going to want I'm, I'm gonna like i said I'm. i'm i'm gonna protect you i'm gonna Hold your hand if you really need it. But I got your back. Yeah. And, and that's what they really want. I, I always tell people, you know, social media started out, you know, when when you started to, to learn how to get clients, they, they needed to like you, trust you. Um, no like you know, and trust. yeah. No like and trust. Mm-hmm. But through COVID, COVID changed things. And we added that fourth dimension. They need to feel safe. And so you can be this sarcastic asshole, but if they feel safe with you, they're going to stay with you the rest of your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 you know, they don't have to like you. I have a client that I know he doesn't like me, <laughs> but he respects me. Right. And he knows that I'm going to get work done. I'm going to get clients. I'm going to make the phone ring for him and he feels safe. You know, he can I I don't tell people to call me on the phone anymore because that's reserved for scammers now so I can waste their time and put it in the next book. <laughs> <laughs> but my clients, they can text me, they can Facebook chat me, they can find me on WhatsApp. <clears throat> but you always have that one person who says, Rob, why don't you pick up your phone? I just want to call you. I'm like, dude, just send me an email. It's faster. <laughs>
2: I'm yeah.
1: checking that all the time. So I, I I'm very, I'm, I'm very uh, accessible to the point, but I also want to put boundaries and I know that that person, then when they call me, they're going to be on the phone for 30 minutes telling me their whole life story before they even get to what they want to tell me, right? But if they sit down and, and <clears throat> they get on this keyboard and they send me an email, it's going to be short, sweet. And, and I can fix it right away. Right. You know, I, I don't I don't want to waste people's time on the phone except scammers. Um, So if you're a scammer, you're going
0: in my book. Well, I get like fucking 10 or 15 <laughs> calls a day that they're scammers. I just delete them and block oh, them. That's, them.
1: That's, a, that's an amateur day for me. It's like 125.
0: <laughs> what? Well, you probably well, you're probably on every list. You probably look look for it. I'm surprised yeah, they don't man. ban you. And, like and I, uh, I love I used to love telemarketing. I used to be a telemarketer back in the day. So when the phone would ring, when we have the traditional phone that you actually picked up, I was like, hi, is Mr. is Mr. Roch there? <laughs> yeah, this is Mr. Roch. Um uh hey, this is Willie from da you know, whatever they would try to sell me, I'm like, Oh my god, Willie, I couldn't believe I was just thinking about I needed these. Not only do I need one, dude. I have a company with five thousand people, I need five thousand, whatever it was, whatever it was, I would just get them and they'd be like, Oh, okay, okay, you could hear their voice, da. And I'm like, Okay, and I would get I keep them going, I keep them going. I'm like, well, Willie, I gotta talk to you for a second. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. I want all of these. I really, really do. I want them. I'm gonna use them and everything else. But I just gotta tell you, I just got out of jail for embezzlement. <laughs> I just got out of jail for perjury. I just got out of jail for a couple of things. So I need you to st- Mr. Roch, I need to go. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You wanted to sell me some stuff. I want to buy some stuff. You know, I, I I don't do it anymore, but I used to I used to do it. Well, today of I've, I've got
1: four calls for Annie Stafford. <clears throat> and and so I answer them. Yep, I'm I'm Annie Stafford. And they're like well, you don't sound like a woman. I'm like Annie is short for Anakin. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay." But it's like, dude, you never watched Star Wars?
2: Right?
1: <clears throat> and and it's just I keep these people on the phone as long as I can just so I can get a story out of it.
0: <laughs> that is crazy. So, we, so let's shift gears for a minute cuz I mean, obviously you're a book writer and people out there do have their stories what do you do? I mean, I'm sure I mean, do you get, are you, do you ever go through creative slumps? And if you do, what do you recommend to people to get in that creative space? Cause so many times we're in the, we're in the, 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 the zany brain space. We're not able to get creative. What, what, what do you do to get creative? If you don't already well, have it actually, what recommendations? I, I,
1: before I started writing books, I wrote a lot of blog articles for people. And so we're, we're back in 2012, you know, blogs are the the rage before video yeah and uh you know i i, I had probably a hundred of these blog articles that i was going to make into a book and i took them up to our our family cabin and i, I thought you know this is what we do you know we, uh, i was going to assemble all these and <clears throat> I thought this sucked so i took this big box of blog articles and threw it into the fire pit and just watched them all go up and and uh, my wife's like, what are you going to do now? I said, I'm, I'm going to write a book, but it's not going to be the way people want. And uh, it was a couple of weeks later, I came back on a, on a plane trip from Arizona. And I thought, huh, I'm going to make this book simple. It's going to be the easiest social media book ever. <clears throat> it was called Share 27 Ways to Boost Your Social Media Experience. Build trust and attract followers. And I wrote it in 20 days and uh from that point on i i don't get writer's block when i when i sit down i know exactly what's going to happen i know how things are going to work um and every book that i've 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 produced i mean the rob versus series is pretty much they write themselves i mean the stories are just easy um the the like i said the unscripted book the uh I took those seven interviews. Uh it took me, I think, 20 days to produce the the the, the book, had a cover made, and um some of the other books like the, the optimize this book. Uh I partnered with a gentleman up in, in Canada and from concept to creation to number one bestseller in four countries took 60 days. Wow. And and For me, I I think because I've I've created content for people, I've created blogs, I've created all these things. The writing process is different for me because I know how to create content Mm -hmm. and a a book to me is just an extended piece of content. Right. A lot of people I speak to, though, they have to get motivated. They they don't know how to start a book. And I say start a book wherever you want to start the book. You know, I Mm -hmm. started the book in the middle and i thought okay well this is great but maybe i should shift this over here shift it back over and 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 after a while you just start writing and you're thinking okay yeah let's just shuffle some of this stuff around yeah and now you have a book and <clears throat> sometimes i start with the bio in the back and work my way front you know i i've, I've helped lawyers with their books and, and i Typically, I tell people if you're writing a book based on you, the first three chapters should be your backstory. It should build up to something, mm-hmm. and then the next chapters could be case studies or ways that you've helped other people. You know, those those really inspirational stories that people want to hear about. And and you know, all my books are very easy to read. I yeah, never
0: yeah. I, I just I, I demolished that one last night.
1: Yeah, I mean that one probably took you about an hour, if that. And and. Yeah. And and I never wanted to write a book where someone was going to say, "Damn, damn Rob, I, I didn't understand a word you were saying." Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make it so that you could read the book in about an hour, put it down, give it to somebody else to read, and 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 they they enjoy it, you know. Also, I never wanted to read a, uh, write a book that ended up in the ninety nine cent bin either. So. <laughs> so, you know, I I I, pub- I self publish all my books right. I, you know, but I created my own publishing company to do that. So I know where the books are going, who's reading them. And, and and I just, you know, I love when people have my books and they take a picture and they send it to me.
0: Yeah. You post that on social media all the time. I mean, I, I, you post my picture up there too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it just, for me, it, it's, I like it when people, you know, love my book so much that they need to take a picture with it. For me, it, it, it's telling me that not only did they love the book, you know, um, but they—they—they—they're proud to put their picture out there with it. And and a lot of authors, i, I they, they write these great books, but their marketing is lousy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they never ask anybody, hey, can you take a picture with it? Can you do this? Can you? Do this? And then they wonder why their book sits on the shelf somewhere. You know, I, I, I just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sarcastic, but I, I think as I got older, I got a little bit more sensitive. I, I, I enjoy, you know, people better, Yeah, you know, because they've enjoyed spending time with me through the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, definitely you could, you could get a feel of how, I mean, I already know who you are. So I could, I could, as I was reading, I could hear your voice in, in these, like, I'm like, oh, okay, there goes Rob, there goes Rob. And, and see
1: that's right there. That's what I want people to realize when they write their book. That same voice needs to resonate outside that book. So when you hear me or hear me, see me on social media, you know, it's the same person. When you see me speak on stage, you know, it's the same person. A lot of people write these books or they have someone else write the books. And you're like, oh, okay, that's a good book. Then you meet them in person. They're like, they don't sound like that. (laughs) They don't sound anything like that.
0: Yeah. The editing process them, getting yeah. really, you can lose your voice in the editing process a lot, Right, you got to right. choose the right so, editor.
1: You know, make sure that your voice comes out mm-hmm. so people understand it's you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's important. I mean, again, talking about what we've been talking about tonight, that connection aspect, like be honest, be real with yourself, be authentic. There's 8 billion people on the planet. We're all, we're all connected now. Your people are out there. My people are out there. Nancy's people are out there. Guys, people are everybody's out. There's so much abundance out there and everybody lives with a scarcity mindset thinking that they can't have it or they're not worthy enough. I mean, we can go into that all day long. Um, I, as we're kind of winding down here a little bit, I want to talk about, I want to kind of go back here for this, for the second. Um, cause Nancy, Nancy comments right here Nancy's writing a book as she's going through the editing process. She says, I'm loving the editing process. I'm glad you are Nancy because I am not, I don't like the editing process, but anyways, um, kind of
1: just. You want to know the simple secret trick that I use for editing. What I don't, I get a draft and I, I go to Facebook and I say, who wants to read my newest book? And i send it out there and people will raise their hand. they'll email me hey rob you know there's a mistake on this page this page this page oh hey great thanks it's edited it's done (laughs) people will edit your book for free if you ask them
0: yeah no it's true it's true i've I've had people ask me to do that as well but kind of switching gears and going back to this because it's something that's kind of been sticking to my mind through this conversation and, and the thing we've been talking about being authentic, right? You know, it's the biggest thing I want to get across pro- to people tonight. Is when you're authentic with yourself, you don't have to think of things to say. You can just be natural. With having kids, obviously, kids don't have the 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 the, the sophisticated mind, I guess, in a way to be able to balance. You know, because kids will be kids. Kids say and kids say what they want to say, and they're they're unfiltered. My I have a seven year old, and so I find I'm very careful in how I help him censor himself because I don't want him to lose his identity. How do you do that with your kids? I mean, you're, you're, you're you you want to preach, like, just be who you are, but you also know that they, Hey, teacher, you're an idiot is not going to get them very far in life. So they, yeah. how do you, how do you balance that line with your kids?
1: Well, I, I, I the, the balance was hard for the first couple. Yeah. Uh, my, my youngest is 18 and, uh, he just had, you know, his, his girlfriend just had a baby.
0: Oh, wow. Congratulations. And,
1: and, wow. and, 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 uh, you know, so I'm like, okay. You know you can't curse in front of her because you don't want the first words going, you know, to be the F word. And 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 I find myself saying it, uh, and I probably said it on on air, but in my books, especially the Rob versus books, I wanted them to
0: be kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you you, wanted, wrote, you actually you had... wrote that you wrote that in there. You wrote you yeah. wanted them to be kid friendly.
1: If so, if you re- read them, you know the F words have been you know uh, edited a little. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's fine, but you know, I I I know my kids are going to curse. I know that they're going to act out. I know they're going to do stupid shit. I, I I give them the lessons. Uh, they can choose to uh, take them and learn, or they can you know make their own mistakes and 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 uh, know that hey, I'm going to help them try to get out of those mistakes, um, or we embrace them and we learn. Right. And and and. I, I, think that's the biggest, I think that's the hardest thing for most entrepreneurs to do is, is to accept somebody else's life lesson. And, and, you know, my lessons from the dojo gave them a hundred ways, a hundred and one ways.
0: Um, yeah, I I can't read the cover from here, but I can't, I can't see I'm at what, what the yeah, it's 101
1: is. kick butt ways to, uh, improve your life business and relationships. And, 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 you know, I always wanted to, to write a sequel for that. but I was like, okay, then they're going to have what 202
0: (laughs) (laughs) like a scroll
1: like, I I always tell the kids, look, you got to make your judgment. You got to have got to make good judgments. You know, they're going to make stupid. Everybody's make stupid mistakes. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) you got to learn from them. And, And in business, I, I've probably failed more than I've succeeded, but the successes have outweighed money-wise that I can, you know, support my family, and and so I don't dwell on those mistakes. My uh, my father-in-law um, passed away back in August, and he was a self-employed carpenter that uh, not only you know super analyzed everything he did, he 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 was like a perfectionist.
2: Mm.
1: And he would take too long. And, and then he would try to charge a client for that too long stuff. And the clients were like, dude, I love your work, but it, it's too perfect for here. Right. And, and I kept telling him that. And and I, I think that, one, people don't want perfect. They want good.
2: Yes. And so they want my,
1: philosophy, my, my philosophy is always good is good enough perfect costs too much and takes too long and yes. you're never going to get a return on investment for perfect
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you know don't don't flaw yourself because you, you there's mistakes in my books all of my books have mistakes and 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 i have people say well rob i love the book but there was a there's no buts if you love the book you're not even going to care about the mistakes right you know and and that's <clears throat> our phones perfect example good is good enough you know this is the iPhone 14 that means it's 14 iterations from the very first one which they said was perfect right <laughs> it's like now you keep improving it
2: mm-hmm. so,
1: you know and then and they put updates on it every single month or whatever and and so they they it's The constant evolution of who you are is going to make you a better person.
0: Amen. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, where can people get a hold of you, Mr. Rob?
1: Uh, Then go to unspachmedia.com, A-N-S-P-A-C-H, media.com. You can find my books there. You can also go to Amazon. And if you go to getrobsbooks.com, that goes to Amazon, and you can buy them directly through there.
0: So let me, let me put this in the comments. So www.getrobsbooks.com. Www.getrob, yeah. Getrobsbooks.com.
1: Books. Let's
0: see. Maybe we, and, we, we can put uh, we can make sure right there. Yep. I don't have my glasses <laughs> on. So I'm doing, I'm doing this by by feeling my keyboard and hoping I get the, the, the letters. Right. right. But uh, yeah. And, and
1: we, so that, that takes you to Amazon and, and I, you know, I'd be, you know, happy to sell you any of my books. You can get them through my website, but you get them quicker through Amazon. And, um, you know, so if you want to wait a week or two, you get my books. If you want them tomorrow, you get them through Amazon. and Normally, people just go to Amazon.
0: Right. Awesome, Rob. Well, thank you so much, man. This has been a great conversation. I knew it would be a deep conversation. There's going to be lots of little snippets out of here that we're going to be sharing later this week. But thank you, man. I'm going to put you backstage. Don't go anywhere because I still want to have a little chat with you. I know it's a little bit late over there, but I still want to have a <laughs> chat with you over there. But don't go anywhere. Thank you, man. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw Unscripted Show with Rob Onspock. Uh, what a gentleman. What a, what a cool dude, right? Can't you feel like the the sincerity? Can't you feel the connectiveness? Like he's being real. He's being honest. He's being authentic. And he's talked about the fact that we all go through that, right? We all go through that period in life where we want everybody's validation. We want everybody's approval. We want to fit in. We want to be right. We want to, all these different things because it makes us feel good based on the conditioning that we went through when we were kids, But I invite you to sit there and think about the conversation tonight. And I I want you to think about where you're at. Are you being real? Are you being real with yourself first? Number one, being real with yourself first, right? Truth, truthful, right? Am I being honest with myself? Am I happy in this relationship? Am I happy with my body? Am I happy with my food? Am I happy with my, whatever it might be. And then be honest. Yes or no, not sort of, not maybe. Don't try to convince yourself. Don't try to convince yourself you're happy. Don't try to convince yourself that good enough is okay when you deserve better, right? You got to sit there and make that delineation that you're no longer going to tolerate the fact that you're going to be somebody for somebody else. Like, think about that. You're being somebody you're not. That person's being somebody they're not. How do you expect to really develop a connection? But again, that connection with yourself starts with that honesty that when you start doing that and you start making changes in your life and you start adjusting the things that you don't like anymore and you start adjusting the things that you're tolerating little by little, you start building your confidence and little by little, you get more comfortable getting out of your comfort zone and little by little, you start to realize that the imperfections of life are really the goldstones of life, right? You know, Rob talked about the fact that perfection, right? You know, we sit there and aim for perfection. Perfection is bullshit that is, that is a misnomer. Like he said, go take imperfect action every single day. I'm sitting here today. Right, you know, My bracelets say unstoppable. They say unstoppable for a reason because I never stopped. They say no excuses because I never gave myself any excuses. If I didn't know something, I went and figured it out. I kept taking that imperfect action and guess what? I either learned that I should not be doing whatever it is I was taking the imperfect action on because I never got any better or the things that I was taking the imperfect action on, I realized those were my gifts. Those were the things. As I continued to speak in front of people and tell people my story, I realized that was one of my gifts. As I continued to do this, as I continued to do those things, But I continue to get better. And the thing is, this is a journey, not a destination, guys. You're not going to get somewhere. You're not going to get there someday. Today is the day. And when you get real and honest with yourself and you start making those changes in your life and you start surrounding yourself with people who get you and people who know you and love you anyway, which is kind of a joke. Then life gets really, really good because then it's sweet. And then, you know, you can fuck with people and you know, you can, you can have that deeper sense of connection and that you can say anything. You can vent to somebody. You can tell somebody your honest truths, right? How many people really have best friends out there that they can tell them everything, right? You know, be, be the best person that you can be because we're all unique. We're all unique. We don't need another version of Chris. We don't need another version of Rob. We don't need another version of Tammy, whatever it might be, be you. And then you're going to attract the right people in your life. You're going to attract the right loves in your life. You're going to start having more confidence and more courage. You're going to start making a deeper impact. You're going to start loving yourself and loving your moments more. You're going to find that there's more peace and freedom in all of that. Because at the end of the day, we're not taking any of this stuff with us. What we're doing is we're leaving something behind. We're leaving behind our gifts. We're leaving behind the impressions and the connections that we made with people. We're leaving behind our legacy. Rob said that in the very beginning of the, the, of the, of the show, he talked about freedom and legacy, right? The freedom to be you and the legacy to leave behind that you're proud of. And I suggest to you guys, all of this, right? You think about your legacy. You think about your why. What is my why? My why, personally, I know this by heart, my why is to take risks and to risk for which that matters and to make this world a better place, to use my words and my actions, to make other people smile, to make other people think differently. My purpose in my world is to be the best possible dad I can be for my kid and to enjoy this life that we're gifted with, right? Are you enjoying your moments right now? And if you're not, why? Oh, I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. I've got this and I have to do this and I have to do this. And Chris, you don't understand. Take one thing at a time. What's the biggest thing that by addressing it will give you some freedom. will give you some, some, some cushion, right? Talk to your family, get them on board, start making those changes now, because at the end of the day, you don't want to get to your end of your life and realize that there's so much more you could have done. You don't want to get to the end of your life and realize that you tolerated so much bullshit that you were never truly happy within like really, really happy. Like so many people think that happiness is something else that everybody else has. You deserve happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, start loving yourself, start being more honest, surround yourself with kick-ass people and take that imperfect action every single day, build the legacy that you're going to be proud of in every moment and every conversation that you possibly have. This is the last thing I do. I know my son can turn this on at when he wants to and say, dad was living his point. Every time I come in contact with somebody, if that's the last person I come in contact with, they say, how was Chris? Oh my God. He was so uplifting. He was this, that, and that's the way I am. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not an act. It's not an act. I'm always going to be real with you, right? I'm excited to be here. Do I have challenges? Am I, am I, do I get depressed and anxious and all those other things, all those human things? Yes, of course I do. I'm not perfect. And some people say, oh, Chris, you're always so this and that. I just know what to do in order to change my state and get back into the place of living. Right. That's what I've done a really, 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 really good job of doing in my life. And of course, being who I am. So take that to heart, ladies and gentlemen, because it's a beautiful place to be. I don't live in fear. I don't live in anxiety. I don't live in chaos. I live in love and I choose peace over all the chaos that happens in the world because I'm true to myself and I'm true to the people in my life. You do that and you will find lots of abundance, lots of love. And lots of opportunities to leave your legacy. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Ron and Scripted show for this week. Go to noexcusescoach.com. Of course, check me out. See what's going on. Come back here again next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the video cast, and we will see you here. For those of you guys who aren't following us on podcasts, go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to Amazon. Go wherever you want and type in Ron and Scripted, or type in Christopher Roush, R-A-U-S-C-H. You will find my podcast, and you'll be able to take me with you. All the time. Thank you guys. And also be sure to tune into my Friday night show, The Unfiltered Experience, Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can check that out as well. I do that with my brother, Scott Goyette. We have an amazing conversation talking about spirituality and we go deep in metaphysical stuff like that. So we encourage you to check that out, theunfilteredexperience.com. And we will see you here next week. Thank you, guy. Love you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you here next time on The Wrong and Scripted Show.